Hey, you're listening to Start of the Part, the podcast with no intro. How's it going, man? <laughs> <laughs> All good. How, how are you doing? All right. It's been... So the last episode we published was on the 27th of March. We're recording this today on the 21st of April. How are you feeling about that? <laughs> it's been a long time, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> like, um, there was like uh, Eastern holidays and kids um, free from school, so couldn't make it a couple of times and i think you cancelled once yeah i buried so, it on once yeah, i think yeah. don't remember why now but yeah yeah so you've been busy yeah quite apart quite from school lot, holidays yeah. and kids and all that stuff yeah yeah i've been busy yeah um first i want to mention like uh, we do have a website right now i have a website startupapart.com oh start up apart and and the fancy Twitter handle with uh, zero followers or just two followers, just us at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Checking, like we have 61 visitors already on the website. That's on the website. Yeah, and it expects with, with, with no episodes published since the, yeah, <laughs> since the website went out. Yeah, it's just half of it is coming from uh, my Twitter profile. Does that mean I need to put it on my Twitter profile as well? Yeah. I want. Okay. I just wanted to say that because I did check. You don't have it mentioned anywhere. Yeah. Uh, no. I just trying to focus on the on the freelance thing. I even I even bumped down the importance of feature flux. So, yeah, it's basically just focusing on the freelance stuff. Cool. So, so what have you been up to this month? <laughs> last month. Well, what have I been up to? Um, well, it seems like a really long time since we've spoken. I feel like I haven't been up to an awful lot, really. <laughs> Um, and yeah, I, so the last time we spoke, I actually, I don't remember what we said the last time we spoke about feature flux, um, probably the fact that I was having difficulty getting much interest, um, and that I'd made sort of V2 of the MVP, MVP after initial feedback from, from, uh, product managers. And so once that was made and just trying to get more feedback and trying to get people using it and interested. Yeah. And it's been a real, real slog. Um, and the more I think about it, you know, because I thought originally this was intended for product managers, because that was where I'd originally done all my, all my research and interviews. Um, it turns out that pretty much everyone is saying, yeah, it's a problem, but it's not a real, it's not a big enough problem, you know, yeah. for me to bother about. Not that, not a big enough problem for me to bother paying for, just simply that, we're okay with the workarounds, you know, we're yeah. okay to have to copy and paste images. Mm. We're okay to have to create the presentations. We're okay to, you know, take comments in and Slack and stuff. So, yeah. So, <laughs> so that was kind of a bit of a slap in the face after I thought I'd been so meticulous in my, in my research and customer development interviews and all that stuff. But it obviously means there was, you know, somewhere along the lines, there was a fatal flaw in my, uh, customer interviews. So I'd heard there's a problem. But that didn't necessarily mean yeah. it was a problem worth solving. Um, yeah. And how many people mentioned that uh, to you? Like, it's not really that big of a problem. Um, numbers, I don't know. But if I think as well, in the last, yeah, in the last podcast, I mentioned that poll that I ran uh, with product yeah. managers and who ran presentations. And so I spoke to a lot of people there. I think there was 180 people who I contacted. I don't know how many people I spoke to, maybe about 20 or 30. I oh. um, of the ones that were actually, I was able to get enough information from, they all said the same thing that, you know, it just wasn't, 
big enough of a deal. And also, actually, I did um, <laughs> against my. I was scared about doing this. I put up a post on on Reddit um, in the mm. in the product management um, subreddit. And again, the overwhelming majority of feedback was, you know, like, yeah, it's it's a problem, but it's it's not a big deal, you know. Um, and as another product manager said to me, it was because the problem's been around for so long, you know, yeah. the design feedback process and stakeholder feedback process, people have just built their own workarounds and their own systems to work around this. Um, and they're happy enough to do that. So, you know, at first I thought, oh, well, okay, maybe it's the wrong market. Maybe I could find, you know, another group of people who it is a bigger problem for, maybe design teams as opposed to the product manager. But then I started to look around there as well. Admittedly, I haven't gone through the interview process again of talking to design teams, you know, design leaders mm -hmm. or anything. So, I mean, that is a possibility. But I started looking around at what does exist. And you have to kind of really step out to what is then project management because there's, there's no project management for design teams like that specializes in that. There is, uh, there's one app out there now, a new app, um, Campsite, that is doing something along the lines for design teams. Mm. More like a watering hole, come in and get feedback, everyone knows what everyone's working on. But I think my impression is, my feeling is that they're, they've come up against something similar as well. The only reason I, well, they've obviously, they're obviously onto something because I don't know whether it's that they've got connections in, in the industry and they've been able to get users in from bigger teams, but they've obviously managed to generate some interest and they've got themselves pretty significant uh, investment. Hmm. So they've just got 2.7 million <laughs> in funding. And half of the reason why I think they might be up against a similar problem is because I think that money is going to have to go into educating people. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, if the majority of people are happy to work around Figma and happy to share Figma files and take feedback and Slack and, you know, and all this stuff that I'm running up against, then I think that money is essentially going to have mm. to give them, buy them the time they need to educate and to market and to almost create that little niche section, you know, of project management, yeah. essentially design project management. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm kind of at that point now where I need to say, well, is this dead in the water? Do I need to go back to the drawing board and talk to design teams or could part of what I already I already built be repurposed into something else? So, yeah, not awesome. Yeah. Not awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard, man. Uh, it, it's interesting that uh, that company received so much funding. Um, it could be well, it could be a good thing that maybe maybe you're even though you, you're very late, like this this problem, uh, like uh, dozens of years, uh, those design teams have it already. But maybe it's good that somebody is creating the category for you. So maybe next year you can. Uh, Possibly, yeah. Possibly, because I mean, yes, the the, system, the app they're creating is incredibly mm. simple as well. You yeah. know, it's basically a feed uh, that you can have projects within the feed, and mm. you upload your design the same, and yeah. team members can come in and leave their leave their feedback. Mm. Um, so in that sense, it's, it's very similar. But um, yeah, yeah I, I think the big thing as well is going to be because you know since since Adobe or Adobe, however <laughs> you pronounce it, have bought Figma. They've been making significant updates very fast mm. and things have been changing really quickly. So, you know, this time next year, Figma could be the complete solution anyway. Um, yeah. And in that case, 
that's going to be difficult. It's going to be difficult to fight against that because they are, you know, far and above the biggest. Yeah. Uh, you know, they have the majority stake in in design teams. You know, after that, it's a very smaller section, a much smaller section that uses Adobe XD, and then even smaller Sketch. Mm. You know, and then after that, you know, yeah. nothing. So it's interesting how unpopular Sketch went so fast, right? When we started Nusi, uh Sketch was the hype, the the biggest thing ever, and was so awesome to work for mm. and right now it's it's just gone <laughs> yeah I, I i just find it very interesting that actually the the most popular app to design is actually a web app it's not a, a native app anymore that's crazy i think um it's one of those unfortunate cases of where somebody opened the way you know they opened the market for that new vector fast design tool that didn't exist before before that yeah. was photoshop um, yeah, and, and then things just, came in and just wiped the floor with them. And just the the main uh, benefits they had early days was just uh, collaboration. <laughs> like you can work on a design file with multiple people at the same time. It's uh, but it's it, really but impressive huge... what they what they made. It's really uh, Figma. No, you mean Figma? Yeah. As soon as I started using it, I was like, yeah, this is so much easier, so much quicker, mm. so much faster, so much more light, lightweight because sketch got really heavy and bloated and, and slow and stuff. So yeah, it's just a pity but, um, that uh, all Nussi's designs are still in sketch. <laughs> well, you can, you can take them straight into sketch into a Figma now. So yeah, but, but I can... tried that and that, that, that doesn't work. Cause it, so this, is, the thing, yeah. this is the thing with sketch, like all the designs are old sketch files and yeah. they are not uh, the new ones. Uh, so even like you can import sketch uh i guess uh, i never tried new sketch files but but the old ones don't work that well but that was another really bad thing that, that sketch did that that figma haven't done and don't look to ever do is every year bring out a new version so it, and it wasn't yeah. back compatible so every year you would have files that wouldn't work in the new version yeah uh, and that was a really i don't know that that was a mistake i think and, and that probably helped to kill them as well uh, and Figma don't do that, you know, because it's just continually updated in the same Figma file, the same extension in the browser or whatever. And that's it. Like, like I use Sketch only a couple of times uh, a year, like uh, because I don't design that much. I design most of the things just straight in the browser. And it's it's really painful that I have to pay for a whole year every time I use an old Sketch file, <laughs> you know, like mm -hmm. that's really, really painful. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then it's really expensive. And with Figma, it's, uh, I don't know, like I use it for free. Uh, I use it very yeah, little. Yeah. But, uh, it's, and I think most people do, unless you're in a bigger team. You, you yeah. can get away with using it for free. Hmm. Yeah, so right now, I don't know what I'm going to do. And so the last couple of weeks, I just haven't done anything, to be honest, because I've, I've kind of been at that point of like, this is, this is shit. <laughs> so I, I haven't really done anything. So yeah, I, and I don't know what to do. I could go back to the drawing board and talk to the design teams and see if there is a bigger problem. But I think it's right now, it's going to be a really difficult problem to solve, especially yeah. for somebody without funding. Because like I said, people are happy to use workarounds. It's gutting because, you know, like I've said before, I think, you know, all my savings went into this. Yeah. I mean, that aside, you know, have at least I learned anything from this? Yes, I just wish it hadn't cost me so much money to learn the lesson. Yeah. Um, but the two lessons I have learned were that I didn't I didn't do custom development as well as I thought I did. Yeah, I took a consistent problem as meaning it was a problem worth paying for. Like 
Because if you hear the same problem repeated in every single customer development interview, for me at least, for my untrained brain, that to me was like, oh yeah, this is a problem that yeah. everyone has. But it doesn't mean that it's worth uh, building for, which is an article we could probably talk about in a minute as well by Jason Cohen this week, which yeah. I wish I'd read last year. Mm. Um, and the other thing was, even though I was doing the whole, in air quotes, building in public thing, I, I should have gone out a lot quicker and a lot earlier without even coding, just a prototype and said to the same people I was interviewing, yeah. is this something that would be valuable to your team? Is this something that you would pay for in the real world? There was no need for me to even go to code, I don't think. Not to see whether the problem was valuable enough to to pay. I mean, you can never be 100% sure, but um, I wasted all that time and all that money on getting the MVP done because I thought it needed to be, I need to be able to show people how it worked instead of just explaining. So there were two huge lessons there um, that I hope I never have to make again, but yeah. Yeah, it's, it's really difficult. Um, I, I thought you were like uh, nailing it as well like the the problem like uh, keep coming coming back and and it's but it's so different like yes you have the problem but pay me for it that that's yeah. such a big step and even even though like you cannot ask this uh question because they will say yes <laughs> like i want to pay for it but uh okay here's a solution right now uh pay me and then it's a different thing right uh so it's 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 so so difficult to to do those interviews to know that you actually have something you know mm -hmm. it's really and i think yeah and i think in the second round of interviews when i knew that there was a problem after i'd heard the problem repeated in the second round of interviews i did so after i'd basically had an idea for the app and i had the prototype and i had even some coding done to be honest um i looking back i i guided the interviews yeah you know i i pushed them towards because i knew already knew that there was a problem uh i think i pretty much pushed probably most of the people towards what i was trying to get out of the interview you know yeah. um which is obviously the <clears throat> biggest mistake you can make in any customer development interview so mm. but the the post i was talking about just now that came out this week you know as we're recording from jason cohen you know smart bear it was literally about this thing, like, you know, it's called Excuse Me, Is There a Problem? Where, and it's like a 7,000 word blog post, I think, on the number of startups that do find a problem, build a solution, and then just die. Because mm. it's not a big enough problem, or it's not a big enough market, or people aren't willing to pay for it, or you have to go niche, or you have to educate. Uh, you know, like, in one place he says, well, there may be a problem, but is there a market? <laughs> you know? Mm. Um, so I won't go through it now, but I'll link up to this, but it was a really, it's the best uh, article I've seen written around this topic. And I really, really, really wish I'd, I'd read it last year. It might not have made any difference. I might have gone for it anyway, but it was definitely uh, a reflection on, on what I'd done. So. Yeah, I still have to read it. It's on my list. Yeah, it's no, really it's good. really, really yeah. good. Really good. It's such a smart guy. Well, what about you anyway? So I, I've been talking for basically like 15 minutes now. So what's been going on with Lucy? Are we out of that slump yet? Are you a millionaire or what? Uh, almost, almost. <laughs> yeah, first, first, <laughs> something uh, not related to Lucy, but uh, uh, it was funny. I was uh, listening to the Push to Prod uh, podcast by uh, Dan and Colin. Uh, we mm -hmm. got a shout yeah. out there because they were talking about podcasts in general. 
and they talk so fast like i i was thinking like <laughs> i i need i need to slower it down you know because they talk so fast and they were actually uh it was funny they were talking about that they listen to podcasts like the like uh faster like 2x speed or something and then i was like wow that that's that's insane <laughs> like i i cannot do that i'm like i'm a very i i'm a slow reader and i i i, I guess i speak slow and then um I was listening to our podcast <laughs> and I was like, whoa, who's that, that, that guy with the Dutchiest, Dutchiest accent ever. Like he speaks so slow. Like I need, I need listen, to speed listen, Listening to it on two and a half, two and a half times. <laughs> yeah. I need to speed myself up here. I talk so slow. And, uh, I, mes I mentioned this on Twitter and then there was some, somebody, uh, uh, Vulcan from, uh, Versailles and uh he said <laughs> i might listen to your podcast podcast at 2.9 x so we're three times too slow yeah Oof, that's insane uh, I, I i actually don't i listen to all podcasts on one times it's just yeah. i don't like it i don't like it yeah uh, i'm just always doing stuff like uh i don't know working on the garden doing the dishes uh, like hmm. i cannot focus yeah, yeah, that, that hard on on the podcast itself but it's funny that other people like uh listen listen say in a really different speed it's so funny um oh yeah and um i i think i last time i mentioned uh this is an again non nushi related uh last time i managed uh, i mentioned that i went to a premiere uh for cinema oh, yeah. and uh with Last week uncles. I went to another one, another one. Same family. Uh, no, no. Same uh, uncles. This actually, uh, Maria, um, for the audience, uh, my girlfriend, uh, she played uh, a role in a film here in Spain. Oh, cool! Uh, it was really cool. Uh, it was very. It was a small part, but uh, it, it was really awesome to see her on the the white canvas. Uh, it's the first I, I've seen her many times on stage because she is mostly a theater actress, uh, but. But he did, she did some uh, some uh, films, but this was the first one that was uh, really in the cinema. So what? So what's the name of the film? The uh, name of the film is uh, Si Todas Las Puertas Se Cierren. Okay. Uh, Before the doors close. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a very tough, uh, tough topic. <laughs> um, usually, a lot of Spanish films are, man. They're all really yeah. gritty. It's, yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not American cinema at no, all. No, 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 no. It's not a feel good. It's not a feel-good film. Um, no, but it was really cool. And there were some uh, famous actors. And the, the, the main role, uh, the woman, uh, she was just sitting for four meters from me. <laughs> it was just, it's, really, it's really insane. It's really cool. And cool. Living the high life, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two premieres in a month? Yeah, that's, that's insane. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And um, yeah, Maria had to... Uh, after the film, she had to go forward with all the actors with, for the photos, uh, etc. It was uh, was a bit surreal. It's fun, and yeah, uh, Nusi, this month has been interesting. Ah, first of all, like uh, this is the first time um, in history that it happened. Um, you, you know, Epsimo, Epsimo, the Epsimo deal that we did that that we didn't yeah, we, do it we love uh, Epsimo, well. Yeah. We made all the mistakes ever. Uh, if somebody listening to this wants to do an Epsumo deal, 
please talk to us. Um, we have a lot of things. I should, I about. should say, I should say, look, there are people who have had really good experiences yeah. doing it, but we just didn't. Yeah. Uh, I think the default answer, do you have to, am I going to do a Epsumo deal or not? Uh, would be, should be, should be no, but <laughs> there are a couple of things that you might want to consider it. Uh, we, we did everything bad and, uh, we actually gave them uh, way too much. There, there are reasons why we did it, but, um, in hindsight, it was a mistake, but we gave them, um, a lot of active proposals. So they really didn't have any reason to upgrade. So we gave them 45 active proposals and, uh, but I don't, but I don't, I don't think it's normal for, for an AppSumo customer to upgrade on any software. Not really. I don't think, I think they're just there for life on the plan they're on. Yeah. But, but, but I do think, uh, because we got like 4,000 sales from that and there's a big portion that, that, uh, that would upgrade, I think in any says, but anyway, uh, last week somebody upgraded because 45 active proposals wasn't enough. So they got wow. on the, the most expensive plan and now they are paying uh, me $129 a month. So that was, so that's uh, the first upgrade in since when did we do that? Years? 2016. Yeah. No, well, 2016. No, 2000, somewhere, later, somewhere about there. I, I don't know. I think 2017, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, but even still, it's still, yeah, five years. Yeah. That's embarrassing. Uh, there, there are some <laughs> upgrades uh, because it was, uh, the plan was limited to one user. Uh, so there are some people like, uh, I want an extra user, but, but I, there was uh, $10 a month. Many times then they say like, uh, I want to get rid of that user because the person is not working anymore. And then they are on the free for life plan <laughs> again. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. And, uh, she just said like, I want to upgrade, uh, what's the price? I said the price and, uh, okay, uh, contact this person to handle payments <laughs> and, uh, cool. yeah, that, was, that was it. What about all this SEO stuff then, man? Come on. You must've, you must've made some big strides in the last three weeks. Yeah. The SEO stuff, uh, we're still doing old content. Uh, the last couple of weeks, what we did, uh, we replaced all the duplicated content on the website and we, we wrote new content. What which was more like keywords, which was content that was more search for like, uh, like a little bit keywords research, etc. So we changed all the duplicated content of all the template pages or all, all the guides, uh, alternative pages. We added some new content there, uh, all the blog pages, uh, all the, it's nothing, there's no duplicated content anymore. When you update, when you update a, a, a blog post, do you republish it? So it takes on the latest date. We will do that in the future, but this is like, uh, I'm updating like 30 blog posts, you know, like, uh, okay. that doesn't make much sense, but in the future, yeah, we, we, we cause I actually it. went through yesterday, the, <clears throat> the blog trying to find the most recent blog post on about proposals and I, and I couldn't find one. So I had to go like back four or five, I don't know yeah. how many pages. That's not good. <laughs> yeah. Something, something to be aware yeah. of. Yeah. And, uh, I added, uh, cause we didn't mention the author at all. So I added that, uh, to the website. I still don't know the authors of all the pages because, uh, it's lost because they were made in WordPress and, uh, I'm not using WordPress anymore. So I have to check out the, the backups of our old WordPress website and 
take out the authors. What's still missing? Um, we have to categorize all the all the proposals, sorry, all the blog blog posts. There's actually quite some work, you know, to get to categorize like 120 uh, blog posts and to make pages of uh, when they click the category, they they see all the pages, uh, the blog posts related to the category, etc. And we can show other blog posts when you're reading the blog post. We can at the bottom or on the side like. Uh, show blog posts that are related with the same category. So I still have to do that. I think that was all the changes what we did. Oh yeah, we, we also changed all the titles and the descriptions of all the pages. Uh, but these things like, uh, they will take effect, uh, I don't know, uh, tomorrow, uh, the next mm -hmm. month, uh, three months. So it's just uh, ongoing. One thing I've always worried, one thing is I've always wondered about, cause like SEO to me is like black magic. If you've got a blog post and you're targeting the word um, business proposals, right? I understand that that post is dedicated to and targets people, you know, who are looking for uh, content around business proposals. But if your entire blog is based around the world of proposals, I mean, obviously not every post is going to be about a proposal. It's going to be things related to, to that world. Like how do you target basically same or similar keywords across different blog posts, you know, because, you know, you have different articles talking about proposals. So how do you not tread on your own feet? And, and, and sort of how does that work? Do you know, like, do you have to choose a specific keyword for each one of those blog posts, even though they're all related to proposals? I, I guess you have to really look at uh, what's the intent of the person that reads this blog post. And uh, that's the starting point. And with proposal, like we have many blog posts, how to write a proposal, but they each have a, a topic. They're not the same. So I, I, I really don't know. For me, it's a black box as well. Um, uh, and I, I, and I don't enjoy it. So that makes it even worse. I'm glad that, uh, somebody else is doing it right now. Well, that's good. You've got someone doing it for you. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. After nine years, we finally do some uh, SEO. But even after changing all the titles and the descriptions, you should see a difference with that, right? In a few I months. think so. I think so. Yeah. Because just all, everything was so old fashioned. For example, like there are many things, uh, Skype is mentioned in, uh, I don't know how many blog posts, nobody uses Skype anymore. And there, there are so many I things do. that, uh, <laughs> you do with, 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 with one person ah. I do for my guitar, for my guitar lessons. <laughs> ah, that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, but there are so many things that uh, they don't exist anymore. And people are, are not searching for it. So the, the articles are not found. I just... Well, I complained about this on Twitter just, just literally yesterday. And that when I'm searching for design patterns or for UX yeah. patterns about something or other, <clears throat> I'm sick of, I mean, I literally am. I'm sick of going and finding the same five examples from 2018 over and over again in a yeah. blog post that says, uh, whatever the title is, UX design patterns, 2023. It's like, yeah. Come on, fucking do some work. If you just if you're gonna yeah. update the, the the title and the description as you have, update the fucking content as well because yeah. the content in there is completely irrelevant to me, especially when it's something visual. So yeah. I think yeah, you definitely you definitely want to get on that. And like you said, mm. things that are just not used anymore, outdated, and it's gonna make a big difference. Because to me, I'll just go in, I'll see it, and I'll bounce. And obviously, that reflects poorly on on their website. And Google will see it, and you know. Yeah. Oh, and uh, another thing. Um... I improved the Stripe Connect integration so people can uh, get paid straight uh, after the proposal gets accepted. 
and uh, I hired somebody from that for that. Oh, yeah, 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 I about that. yeah. Somebody, somebody cheap on Upwork. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be doing uh, some work for you, aren't I? So. Yeah. So I hired I hired uh, Nathan Powell to help me out with some designs. Yeah, and, uh, can start that next cool. week, by the way. Just so yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we start working together on Nusi again. That'd be cool. Yeah. Be cool to see. You know, there's so much stuff that I mean, for me, when I look at Nusi now, I still see a lot of what was there. You know, from when it first, uh, you know, came into existence. So yeah. it'd be good to see it, see it uh, move on. No, it's really cool. So cool for me as well because. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's very difficult to find a designer that knows as much about Nusi than you. <laughs> so it's uh, you might, you might have, yeah, that might be tricky. That might be yeah. tricky. Although I'll have to brush up and start using it again. I think <laughs> I still get, I still get the old Nusi reminders saying, "Hey, you haven't sent any proposals this week." Ah, <laughs> like, serious? No, no yeah. shit. After <laughs> remember to go funny. and turn that off. So, <laughs> I, I'm I'm okay with UX uh, when it there's already something but it, i always got stuck when when i have to design screens with uh, with copy and, and so for me it's great to to get unstuck many <laughs> like a lot yeah a lot faster and it's well i think it's great and i think that's typical as well and I, I, most of the businesses the SaaS businesses i work with and have worked with have been similar to you in that once they have their initial system designed, or maybe the developers have designed it from the beginning, which is often the case as well, it's like once they have something established, it's a lot easier for a developer just to add things on and tack things on. Mm. And, and and obviously that ends up creating a lot of issues in the future as well. Because yeah, you know, once a developer just keeps adding on and adding on and tacking on, that's usually when I come in and find the businesses I work with and they're like, shit, it's like what's going on? There's like there's things all over the place and nothing works anymore. It's really, really common. It's really common to yeah. uh, to see that. Luckily for me. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one example of that, like uh, the setting page for a proposal, you know, right now it's got almost got a scroll <laughs> and it was <laughs> like a sidebar thing. And uh, that needs to be redesigned in the future because I added many more settings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. a lot, sure. little stuff and that takes me, yeah, it takes me way too much time and I can get you, keep you busy. For, for at least uh, several months. Mm. Yeah, cool. Yeah, cool. Cool, cool. We'd go stuff in Figma for style, isn't that a sketch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You choose now. It's your, yeah. it's your thing. <laughs> All right, man. Should, we, uh, should cool. we leave it there? Yeah. Let's see if we can come back uh, on a normal schedule. Yeah. Next week or the week after? At worst case scenario, it should be every two weeks. Best case scenario yeah. in between, if we have time. But uh, yeah, definitely should be three and a half weeks or whatever it's been. So yeah, obviously as well for the the listener, it like gives a real sense of like there's no continuity for me. Mm. It's like I mean I couldn't even remember what time we were meeting this morning. Uh, <laughs> so and you yeah. couldn't remember what what the URL was to get in and record. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, right. we'll leave it there and we'll be back uh, okay. a lot sooner next time. Thank, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, see you next time. All right, cheers, guys. Don't forget to speed it up.